the That's All podcast. I hope you guys are doing great. I'm doing I'm doing pretty damn good. I today's my birthday. The day that this comes out is my birthday. Today the day that I'm recording right now is not my birthday yet. But the day that this comes out is coming out of my birthday. So happy birthday to me. As by the title of this episode, you can tell you're gonna get to know me pretty damn well, okay? 22 facts about me. I feel like that's a lot. I feel like you guys might be a little bit overwhelmed. And you might know a lot of this stuff already, but I figured, you know, today's my 22nd birthday, so why not tell you 22 facts about me to commemorate this amazing day, okay? So before we get into the meat of the episode, let's do a little life update as always and the things we're grateful for and all that good stuff. The biggest thing that happened this week is that I got my hair done, okay? And let me just give you a little bit of backstory I started coloring my hair in, I think my sophomore year of high school, I got highlights. And my natural hair, I, growing up my hair was like bleach, bleach blonde, like white. And then as I got older, it got darker, which is what happens to a lot of people. And so I started getting highlights and I think it was my sophomore year. And they were just kind of like chunkier highlights, not, not anything like super cool and super crazy, just lightened my hair just a tiny bit. And then by the time my senior year hit, no, junior year, so it was probably within the next year, I went crazy blonde, like super blonde. And that's pretty much been my staple hair ever since. I mean, I went through a few different phases and I dyed it blue at one point. I dyed it pink. I think I dyed it red. I I did a lot of stuff, but I always would come back to being bleach blonde. And every time I do something different with my hair, I love it for a little bit and then I'm like I need to be blonde again because that's how I feel myself and so in October as it's by the also the cover of this podcast you can see that I had short dark dark hair and it was a couple months after graduating I was about to move in with my boyfriend at the time and I just I felt like I was out of control of so many things in my life post-grad life was weird and I was like I need to be in control of something so I dyed my hair really dark well it was really fun for a minute there and when I dyed it dark I had was just about to go to Mexico. I still had my summer tan. So I, I had a tan for like a month and a half, basically, after having getting it done. Well, then my skin started to get very, very pale again. And I just hated it. Like the hair itself looked so good when I did it, but I hated the short hair. I hated how I looked. I feel like I didn't look like myself. There was just I wasn't it wasn't the vibe anymore. And so I slowly started to lighten it again. And so finally back in I think I had a appointment the first of March we got it back like pretty blonde and so it only took two appointments to get there which was great well then after the breakup you know I was like I've been wanting extensions I've been thinking about it but I was like do I really need it and I was like you know what I need to be my baddest hottest most basic awesome bitch this summer and so I'm just gonna go super fucking blonde again get some extensions feel like myself and when I tell you guys when I tell you guys, these extensions and this blonde hair have made me truly feel like myself again, I cannot, I cannot even describe how much more like me I feel. I just, I, I think that there's so much beauty in trying new things and trying to figure out what is right for you and what works for you, but turns out I need me some blonde long hair, Okay. I might be basic, I don't care, but that is when I feel myself and when I feel my hottest and when I look my best. So, all that to say, I now have long blonde hair and I'm obsessed with myself. And I'm not afraid to say that because I've been eating this, okay? I have, y'all know I've been, I was in a rut all winter, depressed as hell. We are finally getting back to our real selves, just in time for summer, just in time for work to pick up, just in time for so many things. And I'm just super excited about it. So, that was my biggest update is that I got blonde long extensions and I'm obsessed with them. I never want to get extensions because I didn't want to get hooked on them and feel like I need them. But guys, like I never realized how thin my hair was. Like I knew I had thin hair and I can never like do like cute like half up half down because I would like literally have no hair down or like do anything like super fun with my hair, especially now that it was short. Like I just couldn't do guys I am obsessed with my hair right now and it is making me obsessed with myself and I feel a little bit self-centered but I just actually don't care so if you follow me on Instagram you've already seen pics I'm gonna keep posting pics 
also that was like my little pre-birthday treat to myself as well as I also ordered two Stanley cups today because <laughs> the tumblers with the the 40 ounce tumblers with the handle and if you've been on TikTok I'm sure you've seen them um those restocked today and so I bought two of them so that was also my little birthday present to myself and I'm also calling my tattoos my birthday present to myself so the last few weeks we have been been treating myself also I'm just calling it post breakup treating myself all of that a million reasons I deserve to treat myself is what we're gonna say so that's my biggest update otherwise it was a memorial day weekend I hope you guys did something fun hung out with your friends hopefully it was nice out if you have a boat, you went on the lake. Um, typically, I don't work on Memorial Day weekend. I always take it off and hang out and all that good stuff, which, of course, my Snapchat memories were doing me dirty for a year ago. Love, love, love breakups, okay? Um, but I ended up actually working a wedding this weekend. And I think I told you guys, I don't know if I ever told you guys, but my plans for my birthday ended up changing. I was supposed to be out in DC and just um, things didn't work out with that, just me driving. It was just gas is so expensive and so many things were happening. And so I ended up just, I'm in Ludington for my birthday. But um, so Memorial Day weekend, I shot a wedding on Saturday. I got to catch up and stay with one of my friends, Becky, who I haven't seen in literally ages, which then I got to hang also hang out with my friend Aaron. And then we went out Saturday night and it was just so, so, so much fun. And then I drove home Sunday and I was exhausted when I got home. So I took a nap and then I was like, you know what, Morgan, go do something with your life. So went out and got dinner and drinks by myself at the bar um, in town. And it was actually such a good time. I was very nervous. I don't know why I get so nervous. So we're just going to keep doing this and getting myself used to it. But I was very nervous and ended up being so much fun. I just sat and hung out by myself and all that good stuff. So anywho um basically just this week I've been trying to catch up on everything because yeah this is coming out on Friday so basically on Sunday I will be driving to Iowa to camp for the week with my family which is just like backstory of my family so I have four siblings no what no (laughs) there's four of us I have three siblings okay so them and all of their um significant others partners and children are all coming and then my parents and my all my siblings have the same dad but it's not the dad that I have so basically my mom was married had my siblings got married and had me and so it's really fun because my mom and her ex-husband which is my sibling's dad get along well and everybody's fine and so we're actually having a ginormous camping trip with my sibling's dad and his wife and all my family and my siblings and it's really going to be everybody I think and their grandparents too it it's going to be so I just think it's so cool because I like say that like I'm going camping with right my family is fine with my mom and her ex-husband like all of it's fine people are always so shocked but I just think it's very cool so that's that I'll be camping next week so I'll tell you guys all about that next time we chat but just trying to get everything caught up on so I can like take the week off I'm definitely gonna have to do some work while I'm there but otherwise just trying to take the week off so that's my little life update um let's talk about things that we're grateful for so if you don't follow the podcast Instagram go do that at that's all pod it's where you can submit things that you're grateful for so that I can read them off on here I try to put that up on Tuesdays I'm gonna try and put it up on Mondays though just so I make sure I get the things you guys are grateful for but um, I'll read a few of these. One one person is grateful for the courage to stop pleasing people and start focusing on herself, which I am obsessed with. I love that. Um, someone's grateful for their dog. Someone said, my friends near and far, which I love because literally same. And then somebody else said new friends. So glad we're all grateful for our friends. I love those things you guys are grateful for. Again, go follow along at That's All Pod and then you guys can submit the things that you are grateful for so I can read them on next week's episode, okay? Things that I'm grateful for. For once, I actually wrote these down prior so that I didn't have to sit here and then cut out a bunch of empty time later because I sit here thinking about what I'm grateful for. But number one, I'm grateful for clothes because I've been dressing in some cute fucking outfits lately, okay? And again, if you follow my Instagram, you will be able to see those because like I said, I'm obsessed with myself lately and I've been taking lots of pictures of myself. So go follow along on my Instagram at Morgan E. Gust and you can see all my cute little fits I've been putting together. But I'm literally just so grateful for clothes because 
I'm just, I like expressing myself and the vibes that I'm feeling through my outfit. Like today, I'm wearing these like off-white linen pants, a matching off-white um, button-up, flowy button-up, and then a brown little crop top. And I was wearing my brown Birkenstock, so it's like a little monochrome outfit. I've got my hands decked out in rings and bracelets, got my hair in these two long braids, and I just feel so cute and vibey, kind of like a hippie grandma. And overall, I'm just literally so thankful for clothes because I find so much joy and dressing myself and I feel like I lost that this winter during my little stint of sadness and I feel like I wasn't having as much fun with clothing and being cute and I just didn't really know what I wanted or who I was or what I wanted to dress like and so it's really fun finding my style and myself again so I love that. Number two, second thing I'm grateful for is jewelry which kind of goes along with clothing and expressing yourself but I used to wear bracelets 24-7. I was looking at pictures of me from a year ago, and I had a bunch of bracelets on, and I was like, oh my gosh, why don't I do that anymore? So I put on a frick ton of bracelets today, and now I feel awesome and like myself again, so we love that. And then number three I'm grateful for is my job because, like I said, I got to shoot a wedding this weekend. I'm finally about to kick off wedding season of my own in like two weeks, and I'm just very, very excited about all of that, and my job makes it so possible for me to just sit on my couch watching Stranger Things while I edit and also if I want to go to yoga in the morning I can or have a slow morning like I literally just have so much freedom with this job and so I'm just very very grateful for that because I feel like for all of winter I just was very sad about my job because it wasn't what I thought it was going to be or like I was in a really bad place and all this stuff and I'm remembering all the pros of my job and why it's so freaking cool and how much I love it so those are the things that I'm grateful for. Um, I think that's all we have. That was a long enough intro. Now we can dive into the 22 facts about me. Okay, so let me let me get a drink of water. Okay, so these 22 facts about me. I They are in absolutely no specific order, just in the order that I could think of them and wrote them down. So it's literally just 22 random facts about me. Some of them I'll probably have a little bit to say on or like a little bit of explanation behind them. So you're not just like, oh, that's a random fact. Why did I need to know that? Or like that makes no sense or it just seems like very out of context. Uh, some of them I will dive deeper and explain into, but otherwise some of them I might just read and move on. I don't really know. So yes, just 22 random facts in a completely random order. They're probably going to jump all over the place and not really flow together, but that's okay because that's kind of my personality and vibe anyway. So I, um, also side note, I could not think of, I've been like putting this list together for the last like three weeks just because I, when I realized that that was what I wanted to do for my birthday episode, then I was like, oh, okay, well then I want to make sure that I can have enough time. Like I might as well start now, like thinking of 22 things. And I don't know why, but I was struggling so hard to think of 22 facts about me. And so when I like finally was going to record yesterday, I still only had like 12 or something. And I was like, oh my God. So for the last like day and a half, I've just been scouring my brain of facts about me. And then I like keep asking people and then they're like, I don't know. I don't know. They're like, I don't even know five facts about myself. I'm like, I know. So like I said, some of these might be a little bit of a stretch to like include in the list, but you know what? You go try and think of 22 facts about yourself and then come back to me and tell me that it was easy. And honestly, I guess if you know yourself really well, you might be able to, but I just did not, okay? So without further ado, let's dive into it. Number one, I feel like this is, I love this to be my fun facts. It was funny that it was like the first thing I wrote down, but number one, I can walk on stilts. So growing up, we used to go to this place called the Octagon Barn, and if you're from no, I guess you literally have to be from here in county. Not even here in county. If you're from the thumb of Michigan or the east side of Michigan, you might know what the Octagon Barn is. But basically, we'd always go there. And they always had, like, it's this historic thing. Look it up. I just, I don't really want to explain it. Um, anyway, they would have, like, these, like, stations with, like, these wooden stilts where you could, like, go, like, play, like, walk on, learn how to walk on stilts. You could, like, play in this, um bin of corn or like you'd have a bean sorter where you'd like use the foot pedal to like sort out beans it was like all like old school stuff okay and so I learned to walk on stilts there and I got obsessed with them to the point where like that was what I wanted for Christmas and so my mom got me this pair of stilts for Christmas one year and I've had these stilts ever since I literally had them in my college apartment with me I would walk on them when I got drunk like it was like a whole thing so one of my talents is that I can walk on stilts and I think it's so fun and sometimes I'll just randomly get them out when I'm at home and just walk around on them because it's 
It's literally so much fun, especially when we had them in my apartment and we would get drunk and walk around on them. I thought it was great. So that's number one. I can walk on stilts. Okay. Number two, I have been to 30 states and seven countries, which shout out to my sister for fixing this fact for me because I had five countries written down and she was like, Morgan, you've literally been to like at least seven. I was like, oh, so the 30 countries, I'm not telling you all 30 countries, but it's mostly most of the East Coast. I'm done a lot of the West Coast now. I still got to hit a lot of Southern and like in the Midwest, of course, I've done. I still need to hit a lot of Southern states and a lot of like Northern states, if that makes sense. Like I know I haven't been to like Montana, North Dakota, up there, and then some Western states still. Yeah. So anyway, I have, wait, yeah, I have 20 more states to go to. I could not do math for a second. I have 20 more states to go to. My goal is to hit all 50 by the time I'm 25. So I feel like that's doable. That's only four more years um, to hit 20 states. That's not too crazy with the amount of road trips and traveling that I do. So that's the goal there. And then the seven countries that I've been to, I'll list those though. Um, I've been to Italy, Greece, Slovenia, Croatia, Malta, and those five I went on, I I hit all of those on a cruise um, after my high school graduation. I went with my two sisters. We went on a cruise and so I got those five states, or states, those five countries in and then I just went to Mexico and then I went to France when I was a kid in like sixth grade or something. So I've been to seven countries. I also realized that I haven't been to Canada and I grew up like an hour from the border. So that's interesting. But then my sister did remind me that we did have a layover, I think in Montreal, Montreal, maybe we did have a layover in Canada of some sort. So I guess I've been in a Canadian airport, but I just feel like that doesn't really count. So I'm going to say I still have not been to Canada. I have an enhanced Michigan driver's license that could get me into Canada as well as my passport. I just need to go make a little trip over there, I guess. I don't know. All right. Anyway, moving on to number three. I feel like we're already at like 20 minutes, almost 20 minutes in. So I feel like I need to speed this up. Okay. Number three, I have five tattoos. I got my first one when I was 18 or maybe 19. Um, that must have been 18. It was in 2019 though. And it's just my favorite Bible verse, which is Jeremiah 29, 11. It's just that on my ankle with a cross. And then I have my camera line drawing that I got in September. And then November, I got my little sun flare thing on my arm. And then I just got my butterfly and my postage postage stamp. So I'm at five tattoos. I'm hoping we rack that number up this year because I, now that I got two more, I am obsessed again and can't wait to get more. So yeah, I'm a tattoo girly. And I very much want to end up pretty covered in tats, but I kind of want to take it a little bit slow. I don't want to go crazy yet. Anyway, number four, I hate spicy foods. And I feel like hate is kind of strong. I dislike spicy foods. Like, I was the kid that wouldn't eat pizza and tacos. I would eat them, but, like, I thought that they were spicy. So, like, if that says anything about my spice levels, I cannot do spice. Like, I put a little bit of red pepper flakes on things sometimes, and that's, like, about as crazy as we get. And I accidentally just bought medium salsa, and I'm kind of dying when I eat it. So, mild everything for me. I don't do a lot of spice very well, and that's just how I am. I wish that I loved spicy food, but I just, I can't do it. I keep trying, though. I Maybe one of these days. Um, number five, my car is literally never clean. And as you guys know, I drive a lot, so I feel like that's probably part of the reason or the majority of the reason that my car is never clean. It's also just that, to me, I like to be prepared. So I'd rather have a aggressive amount of things in my car that what if I might need them, so, like, I want to keep them in there, but I also can't lie because a lot of stuff in there is just literal garbage and trash that I just don't take care of. Like, I will have things sitting there in there, in there for a long, long time. I think it was last summer. No, two summers ago. I cleaned out my car in the fall and there was a cup of, like, iced coffee cup under my seat. Somehow, we are just lucky that it didn't spill. It was sitting straight up under my seat. And it was disgusting. And I looked at the, like, name on it. And it was from a place that I went in June or July. And so it was in there for months, the entirety of the summer. Like, Morgan, that is disgusting. But also, I didn't see it and it didn't make a mess. And I don't think it smelled. So, I mean, could have been worse. Number six. Okay, so I used to hate coffee. Okay, 
the fact is I used to hate coffee, but I only drink it so much now because I like to sit and work at coffee shops. So like I said, I grew up hating the smell of coffee. I did not like coffee. I did not like to drink it. I didn't like the taste of it. If I went to a coffee shop with my sister, I would make sure that she ordered me something that didn't taste like coffee. Like I didn't, I was not a fan. Well, then I started going to coffee shops to work all the time and then I would look stupid because I didn't know what to order. So I slowly started to teach myself to like coffee, but I still don't like wake up and need it. Like I don't drink a cup of like black coffee. I still won't do black coffee. It still has to be a latte. And so I don't wake up like craving it and I don't need coffee like everybody else. The only reason I get coffee so often is because I go to coffee shops and I like the experience of going to coffee shops and I love the coffee. Don't get me wrong, but The only reason I drink it is for the experience, pretty much. Like, I don't really feel like I crave it that often. Especially now I started drinking decaf a couple months ago. And so I don't even really crave caffeine because I don't drink it. Because I'm trying to help my anxiety. So I'll let you know how that goes. I think it actually is helping a lot, drinking decaf and not having caffeine every day. But then I went today and, okay, this is probably going to make me sound stupid. But I went to the coffee shop today And I asked for decaf and they didn't have decaf. And I was like, okay, cool. Like, that's fine. They were just out of it. And I was like, um, and I was going to order something else. And she's like, I can do half-calf. And I was like, okay, sure, that works. Just assuming, I I don't actually think I knew what half-calf meant. And I don't think I, I think I still don't know what half-calf means. But then I got my coffee and it was pretty much just milk. So I'm assuming that half-calf means they just put half the, like, they only did a one shot of espresso instead of two. Which at that point, I think I would have just rather had two shots of espresso so that the latte tasted good. Because then it just tasted bad and I didn't even really drink it. So at that point, I should have just not even gotten a coffee. But then if I'm going to sit there and work, I got to get something. So anyway, I'm a decaf drinker now. And that's that's all I have about that. Okay, number, number seven. Also, sorry if the transition from each number is weird. I just, I don't know. I'm like, okay, anyway, next one. I don't really know how to get on to the next one so sorry about that anyway number seven my left foot is bigger than my right so every time I go shopping I always have to try on the left shoe which I feel like most people try on the right shoe because it's like the normally the one that's out or like if you have somebody helping you they'll always hand you the right shoe and I'm always like can I actually get the left shoe instead like if you're just gonna give me one because it's literally bigger and I was sitting there looking at the after I wrote this down I was like well maybe I'm being dramatic maybe they're not no I'm sitting here looking and like they are actually, like, it is probably a, mm, I'm really bad at measurements. I'm staring at my feet right now. Um, like a couple centimeters, like a half inch maybe. Maybe that's dramatic. You guys can, you can tell me if that was dramatic. I don't know. But they're definitely bigger. I would, I would show you guys like a picture on my Instagram or something, but then I would be giving you feet pics for free. And if I'm going to give those out, I'm going to get paid for them. So yeah, I don't, I think I would say a couple centimeters you know? Anyway, it definitely is bigger, okay? I, I promise you, because every shoe I try on, it's always, like, a little bit baggier on my right. Every pair of shoes that I have, it's always a little bit big, baggier on my right. Number eight, I got drunk for the first time at a party that I threw while my parents were out of town. So, never was a drinker, not a partier, the most innocent, honestly perfect child growing up, okay? I was absolutely perfect, I hope my parents are listening to this and they're like, yes, she was absolutely perfect. We loved her so much, okay? Um, And so I was not a partier. All my friends started partying, I think, like, sophomore year, maybe even freshman year. And I just wasn't really my vibe. I wasn't really into it. And then all of a sudden, senior year, I was like, you know what? I think I kind of want to be a partier. I think I want to start drinking. I think I want to go out. But I was also terrified to do that. And so then my parents were gone for the weekend one summer, the summer before senior year. And I was like, oh well, why don't I just throw a party? And I invited my two friends from my another school that none of us were partiers. None of us had ever really even, I don't even think any of us had really been to a party, but we were like, oh, let's just throw a party. Do we know, do we know what a party consists of or what the vibe is? No idea. Never been to a party, which is funny now. Cause like when I think of a party, I know exactly what the vibe would be. But at the time I, I had literally no idea. So I was like, um, I say we just throw a party and get drunk for the first time. And we're all like, okay so through a party my sister I told my sister that I was doing it and so she kind of knew and I told her I was inviting like 10 people and I did tell my parents that I was inviting like five or ten friends over but they just didn't know that it was like a 40 person party 
which like 40 people still isn't that many, but at the time it was kind of bad. And at the time our garage was like just like super like cluttered, messy. My parents, not even messy. My parents were just like doing a bunch of projects in there. And so there's just stuff all over the garage. So I literally took a picture of the messy garage shoved everything to the side so I could like set up like a pong table and set up like a table like to sit down and play cards and like drink and stuff then I got the fire going in the backyard my sister and her husband like came over got the fire going for me and I said there was like people coming over well then it like turns out the word got around about the party because like when you live in a small town in a small community when somebody hears about a party then everybody knows about it basically a lot more people ended up coming than I expected and then they were like the next morning there were beer cans and stuff all over. I got drunk for the first time, which is so funny because I, it was on Mike's Hard Lemonade. You know, okay, well, I'm 21, so I feel like I can share these stories now. I feel like this isn't bad. Let me, hold on, let me confirm that I can share these stories on my podcast without it being bad. No, who cares, right? No, nobody's going to come arrest me now freaking five years later. I was 17, who cares, right? Okay, we're going to, we're going to just continue with this. Um, so, yeah, got drunk off three Mike Har- Mike's Hard Lemonades, which if I drank those now, literally one of them would give me the worst gut rot of my life. But drank three and I thought I was just so drunk. Um, stayed up the entire night with my friends. We stayed up till sunrise at like six. And then I remember we like slept the whole next day or I slept the whole next day. They had to drive home. It was interesting. Um, my sister came over and made sure that nobody was driving drunk, took some keys of some people. It was a whole thing. Then my parents found out they were not happy campers because also somebody, like, broke my mom's new tree that she had planted. It was, like, broken in half or, like, a bunch of limbs were broken off of it. She was, she was very upset about that. There was also a condom wrapper found in my camper. So somebody did something in there in my parents' bed, which is just... Come on. Yeah. They, my parents, I was grounded after that. They were not happy. There were still beer cans that I didn't pick up completely. I didn't put the garage completely back together. But I think, mm, subconsciously, I think that I kind of left a bit of a mess because I wanted them to know that I had a party because I literally felt so bad about it. Like, I felt so guilty them not knowing. I don't know if I necessarily felt guilty about having the party and drinking. I just felt guilty that they didn't know. I was just like, I just... I just want to tell you so there's no secrets like just no so that was like the start of my little party phase um first time I got drunk at least it was at my own house got to sleep in my own bed well I didn't sleep I stayed up all night but at least I got to be at my own house in my own place so that nothing bad I mean something bad could have happened but it's a lot better when you're at your own house so I guess if you're going to get drunk in high school do it at your own house with your friends people that you can trust that's my that's my piece of advice out of that little thing. I wouldn't suggest throwing a party while your parents are out of town, but I would suggest getting drunk with your friends because <laughs> there's no one safer or better to get drunk with, okay? Number nine, I was a weird horse girl growing up. And now I sent this list to my sisters and my sister was like, being a horse girl isn't weird, but she's also like 32, so she doesn't really know what like, the vibe of horse girl is now, like, the trendy, she's a horse girl, like, thing, whatever. I really was a weird horse girl growing up, okay? I rode horses every weekend in the summer, went to all the horse shows, did all the horse things, and I'm not talking, like, just the fact that I was weird because I was a horse girl, like, I don't think that's what's weird. I was just a weird kid. Like, I was, I did what I wanted. I acted and dressed how I wanted. I did not mature or grow up emotionally, mentally, like, for a long time. And I don't think that's a bad thing because, you know what, here's the thing. Like, when I was 13, like, I specifically know there's one picture of me. I was 13. I'm wearing a Scooby-Doo cut-off t-shirt with a slit in the neck and it's, like, raggedy. My hair is pulled back into a tight ponytail. I got my little, like, bangs, like, falling out. I got a big old headband on, my braces, my teeth all fucked up. I look hideous. And most 13-year-olds do not look like that now. They look much better. (laughs) And they have their lives together, which I think is great on one hand. But I also think it's great because the way that I did things. Because I was very innocent. I was a good kid. I was quite oblivious to some things, which may not be the best. But the fact that I didn't, I guess, like, quote-unquote, grow up super fast, I think is good. Just because I got to be a kid for a really long time. Like, I did, I played outside. I got dirty. I did things that... I 
became quickly embarrassed of a few years later. But I'm glad that, like, I got to have my innocent childhood phase and, like, actually be a kid and, like, do things that kids do instead of just growing up right away just because it's cool. And now, I think, I think because I did that, that's why I'm a lot more mature now at 21, well, 22 as of the day this episode comes out because it's my birthday. Anyway, as of now, though, most people think that I'm, like, 25 and that I'm much more mature for my age. And so I think that maybe just, like, letting yourself be a kid and have a childhood and not forcing yourself to grow up so fast, I think it ends up still helping you grow up faster in your 20s because I don't know why. I don't know what the logic is behind it, but that's how it worked out for me. I was going to make that, like, motivational and helpful, but really instead I just trailed off there and I don't really know where I was going with that, so... Anyway, I was just a weird horse girl growing up, and I am proud of it. Number 10. I've only been in... Well, okay, before I say this, it goes along with the fact that I was a weird horse girl. I've only been in a Hollister store once, and it was in college. So, basically, I've never been into a Hollister store or shopped at Hollister prior to college. When I mean most people shopped at Hollister in high school. Like, that was very much a place to shop. I just was... I could not understand why clothes were so expensive, and I hated asking my mom to spend money on clothes. In, like, Victoria's Secret, I never had a pink Victoria's Secret phase because it was too expensive. It just didn't, it just thought it was stupid. And then never went to Hollister. The only really place I shopped, I mean, I shopped at Justice and Aeropostale, and even, like, American Eagle, I was just like, why am I, why would I spend, like, $50 on a shirt? Like, none of it made sense to me. So, I was more so like a Kohl's, Clearance, uh, TJ Maxx. Where else did I shop as a kid? Aeropostale. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like when I finally went to Hollister for the first time, I had never been in there. And I was like, wait, this is kind of weird. So maybe that's a fun fact about me that you couldn't care less to hear. But I just thought it was interesting because I don't think anyone else I know had never really been to Hollister. I'm not saying that I feel like saying that makes me sound like a pick-me-girl, like, oh my god, I've never been to Hollister. So, like, that's what makes me different and unique. I'm just saying, I think it's interesting, that I've never been to Hollister until college. And I still think I've only gone once, so. I told you guys that some of these facts were just kind of off the wall, but I was hard to think of 22, okay? On to number 11. I gotta speed this up, okay? Photography was never my dream job. It just wasn't. I mean, growing up, I had my camera out and I would take pictures and do stuff, but I just remember thinking, I remember there was a girl that I rode horses with that was really into photography and we had a photography account and would just take pictures and had all these like cameras and lenses. And I was just like, that sounds terrible to learn about. That sounds really overwhelming and it sounds like a lot of work to know all of that. So I'll just use my mom's camera and her one lens and call myself a photographer. But being an actual photographer was just definitely never the dream job. I never had an interest in that until... I graduated high school and realized that I didn't really have a passion for anything else. I was just, like, decent at a lot of things. There was no one thing that I, like, specifically excelled in. And I was like, you know what? I guess I'm going to make that one thing photography. And here we are, five years later. Insane. Wait, five? No. Four years later. Insane. Number 12. I've only had one boyfriend. Woohoo! And we all know that that is over now. So I've had one boyfriend and one ex-boyfriend. Cool. I don't really know why I added that in the fun facts, but I feel like a lot of time, a lot of people by now probably have had multiple boyfriends. Um, so number 13 goes along with number 12 about only having one boyfriend. Number 13 is that I didn't have my first kiss until I was a senior in high school. So I was just a late bloomer all around. And that all goes together with the fact that I was a weird horse girl and a very innocent kid growing up. And I didn't drink until high school. I didn't do anything. Um, until the end of high school because I was very innocent. I had an interest in boys, but I was not outgoing. I was not confident when it came to boys. I was terrified to talk to them. I That was not my thing. And so my f- first kiss was literally drunk at a party as a senior in high school. So <laughs> Overall, late bloomer on that whole, whole account there, okay? Um, number 14. The first time I swore was in third grade, and it was when my brother wouldn't let me out of the car until I said the word bitchin'. I don't specifically remember the context of this. I do just remember we were in the truck. My brother was driving. We went and got, which, okay, for context, my brother is nine years older than me. So in third grade, he would have been 
Okay, so in third grade, he would have literally been like a senior in high school, I think. So he was a, a, a teenager, adult, whatever you want to call it. And I just remember we were like getting the mail or something. And and we like pulled in the driveway and we were talking about swearing on the way home. And he kept swearing. I kept telling them he shouldn't because I was a nice little innocent girl and trying to yell at my older brother. And I was like, stop swearing. Like, you're not supposed to do that. And he was like, you swear. And I'm like, no, I'm never going to swear, which is funny because now I swear too much. But I was like, I'm never going to swear. I'm never going to swear. And he was like, he like literally locked me in the car, would not let me out of the car until I said, and he just like, just say the word bitchin, just say the word bitchin. I was like, I'm not going to say that. Like literally let me out of the car. So argued, argued with him until I finally just said it really fast and really quiet so that he would let me out of the car. And that was when my swearing started. So thank you, Adam. Thank you for starting that in third grade for me. Number 15 goes along with being the horse girl because used to show rabbits and llamas growing up. So I would show my horses, horse at the fair. And then I also owned llamas and I would show them at the fair. I have a specific picture in my head of one time I went to a llama convention in like Illinois and was there for like a week and showed llamas for a week and learned how to show llamas and competed in like llama showing, which is just so random. But I just, I saw a llama once. I was the type of kid that I saw something and I was like, I want to do that. Like, I used to play the cello. This is not on my list, but I used to play the cello solely because I was at my music lesson one time for piano lessons and my music teacher had just gotten a cello and I looked at my mom and I was like, I want to learn how to play the cello. And I mean, shout out to my mom. This woman... (laughs) Every time I had a new hobby, she helped supply the goods for it and was like, all right, try it out. So that's why I had 7,000 hobbies and no singular passion because I just love to try everything. But you just play the cello and what was it? Oh, talking about llamas. Oh my God. Sorry. I got so far off track there. I saw a llama and I saw somebody showing a llama and I was like, wait, let's show llamas. So then... We had already had a llama because we had sheep and sheep or llamas like help take care of sheep. And so we ended up getting actual show llamas and I started showing llamas. And then growing up, the bunnies, my siblings showed bunnies. So I've been like showing bunnies since I was like five or six, like since I was allowed to. And then I showed them all through high school. So yeah, I was the 4-H girly, always showing animals at the fair, grew up on a farm, always had animals. That was my weird horse girl vibe okay number 16 Uh, i've definitely talked about this on here i think a few times but i can't eat dairy chocolate or garlic i can't eat dairy at all like i will not eat dairy in basically any form sometimes i'll like if i'm at a coffee shop or something i'll get a muffin like knowing that they definitely cooked it with butter or dairy of some sort in there and it'll like not be that big of a deal just because i've cut it out now for like over a year and a half and we're still vibing but chocolate I don't really eat under any circumstance unless it's like the same thing it's like I'll have like one chocolate chip cookie if I'm out and about this is like every once in a while like every couple months maybe and then garlic I do not cook with garlic I don't even own garlic it makes me really inflamed and gives me really bad stomach aches and so I no longer use garlic I have heard though that if you get garlic infused olive oil you can cook with that or there's a garlic replacement powder that I want to try but otherwise I'm not like super super picky about it when I go out to eat just because if you start looking at labels or like anything you buy literally everything has garlic in it but that's just why I make a lot of my meals completely homemade because then there's no garlic and things like pasta sauce I haven't bought pasta sauce in, in like a year and a half I just make it myself and last night I made pasta and it's just the best sauce I've ever had without garlic and I think it's great so I don't even remember what garlic tastes like at this point so I don't even, I don't even miss it Number 17, the, okay, number 17, sorry. The pandemic has made me more of an introvert and increased my social anxiety. So not a super fun uh, fact to talk about, but I feel like it's very common for a lot of people since the pandemic, being isolated for so long and like not being able to go out, not being able to socialize. It has definitely made me more of an introvert. I enjoy my alone or just at home time a lot more than I used to. And my social anxiety is definitely, it didn't exist really before, I don't think. Maybe it did and I masked it, maybe it did and I masked it a lot more, but I definitely have more social anxiety than I ever did before. Just going into new areas and like meeting new people, it's just like, 
it, it works me up a little bit more than it used to, but I'm working on getting through all of that just in general, working on overcoming my anxiety a bit, but I feel like that was just one I wanted to throw in there because I used to be a raging extrovert, or at least that's how I presented myself. I think I've always been a little bit more introverted and shy than I thought, but I just wanted to like ignore that side of myself, so I would just throw myself in every situation. I would say now I'm more of a introverted extrovert. I'm very much an extrovert at heart, I think, but sometimes I just... I do, I refuel when I'm with people that I can be completely myself with, but if I have to be around people that I have to kind of put on a fake smile or be a little extra peppy and stuff, then I don't know if you guys can hear that, but my neighbors are outside yelling. So anyway, I just, I do, I do refuel by myself sometimes too. So, okay, number 18, I did not get a phone until high school and it ended up being a pink iPhone 5C. So I feel like most of my friends had like, just a phone to keep in contact with their parents or just to know like what they were up to or like when they needed a ride home from school so they'd have just like a flip phone or like the little slide phones but I just never had one because okay I'm going to combine 18 and 19 and just tell you another fact so that it makes more sense um number 19 is that I went to a school with only three classrooms and then my mom was one of the teachers so she was my teacher for three years so at this point I did not really need a phone because I would ride with my mom to school every day. I'd stay after school with her and then she'd drive me home. So it was like, why, why did my mom need to spend money on a phone for me when I could just have my little iPod and have my little text now number so I could keep in contact with my friends and all that stuff. But, um, yeah, I did not get a phone until I was in high school. And luckily I just never had to go through the, um, little flip phone, not smartphone phase. Cause by the time I got it, it would have been 2014. And that was like, most people were, had iPhones or like, we're getting smartphones by that point. And so I ended up just getting an iPhone right away and it was pretty great. Um, but yeah, about the school thing, I went to a Lutheran school, a small private school, and my mom was one of the teachers. So she was my third, fourth, and fifth grade teacher, which when I tell people that, they're like, that's like so weird that your mom was your teacher. Like, I literally would call her Mrs. Gust. I would pretend like I was just a normal student. Um, and honestly, it did not help me get away with things. If anything, it made things worse because anything that happened at school, she would know about. So I would get in trouble at school and I would get in trouble at home. So not that I got into a lot of trouble, but it was still the concept of like, your mom is there 24 seven. Um, but that was just like, I feel like that's very normal, especially a classroom or a school with only th three classrooms. Most people would be switching rooms by then or like switching teachers, but it was nope. Third, fourth and fifth grade. My mom was the teacher for every single subject. And there was, like, five kids in my class. We had a few more at some points, but by the time we graduated in eighth grade, there was five of us in our class. There was one girl in the grade below me. I think there was nobody in the grade below that at one point. It, yeah, it was very wild. Definitely not, like, a normal schooling situation, but I honestly loved it. There were probably only, like, less than 30 kids in our school. Kind of a vibe. 10 out of 10, I do recommend, I think made me who I am today, helped with my horse girl vibe, you know? Number 20, I rarely use my toaster and I make all my toast on the stove. So I only started doing this mm, probably six months ago, but the only time I use my toaster is if I'm making a bagel. And even then, sometimes I'll cook my bagels on the stove. I just have always been a person who's like, keep the toaster on the counter I don't want to pull it out every time. Like, I think that's so stupid. But then I s put it away because I realized that I love my toast made on the stove. And I have my sourdough and I butter it up and I put it on the stove. And so, if you haven't tried toast on the stove, I 100% recommend. Toasters are really not that great. And when you compare it to what you can make on the stove, it is way better. So, yeah. Number 21. We are almost done, guys. <laughs> uh, number 21. I am a dog person, but I'm not a dog person. So hopefully that makes sense to you, but I grew up with animals. I grew up with dogs. I grew up with so many pets that I think it just made me a little less like attached to pets and animals as people who only grew up with one or none. And so I do love dogs. Don't get me wrong. I loved when I had a dog. I loved growing up with a dog. I did like having a dog with my ex, but the other thing is... I'm, like, very picky about dogs. Like, most people's dogs... Like, I need to have an... I need to 
learn to love and like grow attached to your dog or my dog and it takes me a a while like I do not there rarely a time where I like look at a dog and like yes I get excited and I'll pet the dog and I will love on it but it'll I'll do that for like 30 seconds and then I'm okay like a lot of people want to sit there and like are obsessed with the dog to the point like they can't like look away and need to like be petting them the whole time that's just not me like I do love me a dog I love me a cat but I'm just not like a dog dog person and even with the dog that my ex and I had it took me months for her for her and I to like bond and connect and then by the time like now I don't have her but I did end up really becoming attached to her and I do I did love her a lot like but it it takes me a long time to be like a dog person so I feel like most girls or like most people are either like they love dogs or they hate them and I'm just very much in between like I love dogs but I just am picky about the dogs that I love So, sorry to the dogs that I don't love. I just, you're not my vibe. All right. We're on the last one, guys. I had a couple extra, and I definitely could have replaced a few of these, but I just, it was hard, okay? I think of 22 things. So, number 22, we'll end it off on a positive, good fact. Um, I've lost almost 30 pounds since 2020, and that is just from walking more, exercising more, not even crazy at all. Like, I don't even exercise that often but I just prioritize my health I prioritize my eating habits like I said I don't eat dairy chocolate or garlic anymore because they hurt my stomach and they're part of the reason why I gained so much weight and I don't drink as much which is what also has helped me maintain the weight loss and I just am very proud of that I am so much more confident in myself and my body I'm still ideally not where I want to be I would like to be a little bit slimmer and more toned and lose the belly fat a little bit but you know what I still absolutely love my body where it's at right now I'm so proud of it has gotten me through gotten me through so many things and the fact that I've lost 30 pounds in the last two years and not gained anything back I've sustained that like that is so so impressive to me so I'm very proud of myself for that I feel like that was a good little note to end this episode on a positive note. We're coming up on almost 50 minutes, so glad that I didn't ramble too much for all of these. Hopefully, this episode helped you get to know me a little bit better. I just thought it would be very fun. It's my birthday. I'm turning 22. Why not know 22 facts about me? And then we can start diving into some more fun topics as the weeks go on and we keep going with this podcast. I genuinely just want to say thank you, actually, while I'm here. I guess you're going to learn a 23rd fact about me. Not even a fact, but I just just want to talk about this real quick because I love photography. And like I said, I love my job. I'm obsessed with it. But it has become my whole life. Like, photo is my only hobby. It was my only hobby, and now it is. And I feel like I've just lost a whole side of myself where I used to try all these new things all the time. I tried the cello, I tried this, I tried that, and I kind of missed that side of myself and trying new hobbies, but I put so much time and energy into photography, which on one hand I'm so proud of because I, my whole life have tried all these things and end up quitting or just like getting bored of it, and that hasn't happened with photography yet. But I have definitely felt myself over the last six months to a year not slipping away from photography it's just that when it becomes your whole life when it was supposed to be a fun hobby it it gets kind of overwhelming and it makes sometimes it makes it not as fun so one of my goals over the next year is to still prioritize my business prioritize photography on one hand but on the other hand start pursuing other passions of mine because I want photography to last me a long time I want to maintain an interest in that for a very long time and keep it as a part of my job for a long time and I just think that if I keep going head over heels for it and putting all my time and energy into it without ever trying to do anything else I'm going to get burnt out of it very very quickly and I'm approaching like five years of doing it already four years of doing it professionally and I already can feel myself sometimes like getting a little bit overwhelmed and tired of it and so All that being said, I just want to thank you guys for listening to this podcast and supporting me on here and on my Instagram and my other socials because 
I'm really, really, really enjoying doing this podcast, and it is a good hobby for me. It is a good outlet for me to do something different and to have an interest in something different. And all these topics that I want to do episodes on or that I have done episodes on, these are things that I think about all the time and things that I love to talk about. And normally we just talk about them on my Instagram stories, but it just wasn't enough. And I feel like having this outlet where I'm sitting on my couch right now, headphones on, talking into my microphone, and I am having such a fun time just chatting with you guys and being able to connect with you and just create another platform and community where people can feel like they're being related to and feel like they're not alone in some things and just where they can learn something or be inspired or any of those things like to be able to create another community where I can do that other than just my photography business is just really really inspiring for me right now and so I'm having a really fun time just doing something different than just my photography business so I just want to say thank you for being here if you are a loyal listener and you have listened to every episode so far and you're still here I just want to say thank you even if you're a new listener thank you thank you thank you I think this is episode it should be episode nine which feels like I've been doing way more than just nine episodes but still like that's it's a lot and especially when I started back in December and only did two episodes and then fell away from it I'm really proud of the fact that after my breakup, I knew I needed something else. I knew I needed another hobby. I knew I needed to prioritize something in my life that was for me. And this podcast is that. And okay, literally tears just came out of nowhere. I know tears in my eyes. So (laughs) sorry if you can hear me choking up a little bit now, but I just, this has given me such a place to say what I want to say and just start to find myself again and what I want in life since my breakup and I know I haven't talked a lot about the breakup I will probably be doing an episode on it in the coming months after I have more time to reflect and heal but I am happy to have found something again that makes me just as happy as photography does and gives me a new creative outlet so so anyway with all that being said seriously thank you guys so much for being here I love this podcast I love you guys I love your support If you love the podcast, please share it with your friends. Send them this episode. Send them other episodes that you think might connect with them. I just want to build this platform and build a community. I'm also going to be starting a Facebook group, so that would be linked in the show notes as well. I just want to build an entire community here, not just through you guys listening to me talk, but I want to hear your voices too. I want to hear feedback from you. I want you guys to be able to just connect with other people. And so stay tuned for the Facebook group. We're going to get things going here. I'm just very excited about this podcast. Now, I'm going to enjoy my birthday, my birthday week. Keep treating myself. Have a good night out. And I cannot wait to tell you guys all about it next week. That's all I have for now. But as always, thank you so much for listening. It truly means the absolute world to me that you're here. If you liked what you heard, go ahead and subscribe and follow the podcast and turn on those post notifications and then head over to the Instagram where you can follow along at That's All Pod. I'll be posting any updates over there. Plus, if you love this and want to hear more episodes, go ahead and leave us a five star rating review on Apple Podcasts. That truly helps me so much. I love you all so much already and I cannot wait to chat with you next week. That's all. Bye.